0: The Homance Chronicles. The female equivalent of a bromance. So many poor choices. But so many good takes. But
1: so many poor choices. <laughs> I think so. Okay. Well then, uh, this is the actual Homance Chronicles. I am Sarah.
0: And I'm Nicole. And we have a guest with us today who we cross paths with in person yeah. I mean, during a pandemic, it's pretty rare that I'm like, you know what? I met somebody new
1: <laughs> in, in human form
0: <laughs> in person <laughs> that wasn't from a dating app. So, yeah. Social uh,
1: in passing.
0: Right. It's just So, so cool. we're excited to have <laughs> um, stand up comedian Chris Seamer on with us today. Hello.
1: Hi, guys. How are we doing? We're, <laughs> so you know, we're you hovering guys. around average. Not going to lie to you. This weather oh, is fine. kicking me in the butt.
0: Yeah, it I, is.
2: It often takes average over what it usually is. That's great. Yeah. Average is it's nice.
0: <laughs> so when Thanks. we were um, doing one of Johanna's shows. Yes. Yeah. And uh, you were on the roster. I don't know if you were always supposed to be on the roster, but we were intended to come at the end and our time continuously kept getting chopped down, shorter and shorter. Yeah. Which we don't really care. Like no. We're we're just there for fun, right? Um. But she said that that was happening because there was comics in town from other places, and so you're from Cincinnati, right? Yes. Yeah. Ohio. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, I'm glad you know that. Not everybody knows that Cincinnati's in Ohio.
1: Yeah, oh, well, Ohio's not the most popular of the states. So, hmm, hmm. No, it's not. You're right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, how did you and Johanna cross paths, or like, how did you end up uh, working in her kind of circle of comics?
2: Um, well, I, I was did the Motor City Comedy Festival in 2019. That was my first time ever coming to Detroit at all. Uh, oh. much less much less performing. And uh, Johanna was on, well, I think she hosted the first show that I was on that weekend. And Sounds about right. Yeah, and that, that, that show, of, of all the shows that weekend, it was sort of tough because it just didn't have a lot of attendance that, on that one specific show. And there was comics kind of coming in and out. Basically, we we, we we took a bath that one. That was a tough show. There was like <laughs> there, <laughs> there was like hardly anyone in the audience. And when there's very low attendance like that, you know, a lot of people aren't going to belly laugh outward. So you can't tell how you're doing. So she comes off the stage, and I and I thought she was so funny. I went up and say, "Hey, you were very funny," and she she goes, "Fuck you." <laughs> 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 she, was, she thought I, she thought I was being an asshole because that's
1: our little jojo just yeah. dragging
2: him in. Yeah, because it was just it was I I, I didn't had a tough set myself. It was just it was it wasn't she didn't do bad, she did great. I thought she was really funny, but she thought I, think I was being in break. her
0: defense though, she this was a couple of years ago, and she was still, I don't know, maybe only a year or so in as a novice, and she was she was getting familiar or maybe used to men coming up to her after shows saying like you're funny for a girl you know Yeah, like she was um trying to find her place in the scene and also trying to wiggle her way into like stage time because it was so male-dominated so she might have just been in that mindset of like just do uh, don't respect women comedians you yeah. know or something <laughs> no, I, I i'm just gonna defend whatever her reason, she's not here <laughs>
1: i mean whatever <laughs> the reason i think it's fucking hilarious <laughs> it is it was,
2: it's funny i think she thought that i was trying to like make a joke of her or anything like that or something like that and I, I wasn't genuinely was not but you're you're absolutely right though nicole i mean girls in comedy have to deal with that shit from needle That's dick men is. after the show every all the time mm-hmm yeah, so and it went I mean,
1: from I mean, fuck you did, to best friend yeah, cover how, you recover?
2: <laughs> how yeah. You recover yeah well I, we just we hung out all week and i'm i mean i'm pretty you know i i i, I admit what i said so <laughs> that came through <laughs> <laughs> you know, that, she's very funny and I, I met connor up there i met i met the whole crew and uh kind of fell in love with detroit as a whole i mean the whole scene is fantastic thank um, you
1: we yeah. are i i personally feel very privileged to be like the in the scene adjacent of them, you know, like they're just stellar human beings and we get to kind of poke our heads in on occasion. And it's just so fun.
2: They are so welcoming. They they are, they're very welcoming. And the the scene, uh, you know, they work hard to, I think the scene's really really diverse. It's got a lot of different voices. Um,
3: That's
1: my favorite part is like, we've got all those backgrounds. You don't just have like one, one diversity or like one culture. You've got all the cultures being represented. Everybody. Yeah. It's so fun.
2: Yeah. And I mean, I've just, I've, ever, I've enjoyed every interaction I've had with anyone from Detroit at this point. So that's really great.
1: love to hear it. love yeah. to hear it.
0: How long have you so, been doing comedy? Yeah
2: um, I started I guess it was, uh, I, I started right after my ex-wife and I split up so it's been a, a little over nine years now, my like nine and a half.
0: And that's a story that you
1: have yeah. to share
0: with us today. <laughs> well I didn't realize though that your divorce was that long ago.
2: Yeah, yeah, it was a long time ago. Well, it's okay. Still fresh in the heart, Nicole.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say. Or you just wear your your feelings on your sleeve, or whatever that saying is.
2: <laughs> I throw my feelings in people's face like Pokemon balls. I mean,
0: <laughs> are you? Are
2: you a cancer?
1: I, Jesus. <laughs> uh, Libra.
2: <laughs> I I have cried in the bar so many times. <laughs> but like when the sun was still up, like you ever go to the bar around noon for a little day drinking. And someone's like, hey, well, how's it going today, Chris? And you just go, not great. And then you just fall <laughs> apart.
1: Like when you're at the edge and you stub your toe and that's the final
0: push.
2: Yeah, that's yeah, <laughs> something like that.
0: I feel like day drinking, although it can be extremely fun and it is my preferred like activity if you're going to do a <laughs> drinking activity. Um, it can also, though, lead to emotional breakdown very quickly. Yes.
2: <laughs> oh, no, it didn't lead there. I was already there. Right,
0: right. No, well, I'm <laughs> just to... exposing it. You you expose your emotional breakdown quickly. Yeah, you're just trying to patch it up. <laughs> yeah, 100%.
3: Yeah. 100%. <laughs> so, um,
1: so then you use comedy as like a tool then after your well, divorce.
2: I don't know if I've even thought about it like that. I just know that I was so distraught and I mean, there's, it's nothing short of you know, truly traumatic. I mean, I was I was so distraught that I was not okay. It was just like uncomfortable in my own skin. And the only time I was ever having a decent enough time was the five minutes I was on stage. I mean, I know how that's how corny that sounds. By the way, like I sound like Vin Diesel or something like that. For those five minutes at a time, I'm free. <laughs> I don't think break. it's
0: corny if it's true.
2: <laughs> well, you know, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> So I don't know if I use it as a tool necessarily. It was just I I what there's nothing better than making someone laugh or or just making someone smile, right? Let's let's be even more simplistic about it. I mean, you make someone smile, that that gives all kinds of dopamine to you. So
0: all were that you, Were you feeling like a lack of confidence as well coming out of the divorce and like going on stage help you rebuild that or the aggressive yesing well, I mean, that he's giving. <laughs> well, that was a weird yes. I definitely
2: had a lack of confidence, but yeah, fuck <laughs> yeah, I was had a lack of lack of confidence. My my wife left me for my best friend. That guy couldn't have okay. been a bigger dial tone.
1: We just need to dive into this <laughs> fucking story. Oh, let's go you're right. And dig okay, you're <laughs> I mean, right. At this point, we're trying to digest something that we just don't know about yet. <laughs> you're Lay right, on I guess, us, bud.
2: I guess I am really just like tiptoeing around it. So, um... <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: we all are. Let's be real.
2: Yeah, my, I came home from work one Tuesday afternoon and plugged my phone in and my wife came in and said, listen, I can't do this anymore. And I said, what, like Taco Tuesday? What do you want for dinner? I can do, <laughs> can do something different. And she said, no, I can't be married to you anymore. And I went, what? And then, um, you know, it was just yeah, that. was It was just that. You know, just got to get out. And I went and stayed with um, my, some buddies of mine had a place together. So there was three guys living together. So I was like, OK, well, I'm going to go stay with my friends, I guess, for until I can f- get my feet down. And she kept saying, no, I think you need to go home and stay with your folks. You need to go home, and stay with your mom or something. I was like, well, you don't get to make decisions for me now. So I go stay with these guys. And uh, I think it's probably two days later when I when I figured out that she had left me for one of the guys that lived in that house.
1: <gasps> Wait a minute. How long are you guys married? Um, two and a half years. And how long have you been? How to- were you guys together before that?
2: Um, I, I guess three and some change. So all together, we were, we were together all to, like a little under six years, married for two and a half.
1: And your friend was there the whole time?
2: Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, they didn't hook up until like the end, but yeah, I mean, he was in the wedding. He was one of the groomsmen in my wedding. Went to high school with him, went to college with him, had an apartment with him for a while. So did uh, you
0: honestly- have any inkling that something was going on.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when, when she, when she cheated on me the first time, yeah, I figured something might be going on. We were, we went out for another buddy's, um, uh, birthday. I think we went to Louisville Yeah, we were in Louisville and we were downtown, got real, real drunk. I passed out. Like I got so drunk in these bars that I passed out on the sidewalk and the homeless (laughs) man had to carry me back to my hotel.
1: Are you sure you didn't get drugged? (laughs)
2: No, I'm not sure that I didn't get drugged, but <laughs> I'm pretty sure that if I did get drugged, I did it to myself. <laughs> it was probably by me. Um, no, we, we were at this bar that was like, it was like 20 bucks and you get all the booze you can drink. And okay. I, I, I drank all the booze I could drink. And then I passed out. And a homeless man had to carry me back to the hotel. And and all the while, while this, while this guy and my other buddy are carrying me back to the hotel, my wife and my other friend are around the corner making out. Well, you know, she tells me this on the way home or when, when we got home, I guess. Um, and it's like, well, you know, everybody was fucking way drunk. I, I How can I, I I'm not going to blow my marriage up over this. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm not even going to, I don't even think I raised any hell. I think I just, I kind of processed it quietly and, and, uh, you, know, just, you know, made sure that this wasn't going to be a problem going forward.
0: Do you think course, though that no, she wanted you to, I don't know. Like, have a temper tantrum or, like, fight for her, or, like.
2: I don't know. I don't think so in that moment. I I, I don't think so. I think, I think that at this point she was already too far gone. I didn't know at that point. They had, she had been out of work for a little while, and that whole time that, that year that she was out of work, like, she'd have lunch with him and stuff like that. He was, he was a scumbag. He was, you know, he was always putting shit in her ear. I, you know, it's hard for me to even have a whole lot of, uh, you know, bad feeling around it now because, god damn, I dodged a bullet for sure.
1: I mean, yeah, you're allowed to be upset or bitter, and if you're not, that's okay, yeah. too. Like, whatever. Yeah, I
2: mean, well, it's just that it's nine and a half years ago. I mean, I was damn sure upset and bitter for an awful long time, and, uh, you know, I. but whatever. Um, it was funny, too, because I didn't know when uh, when I, <laughs> I bought the, her engagement ring from a friend of mine. It was like a custom made ring, platinum band. It was really, really pretty. Well, I didn't know when I bought it that, that the ring was fake. I did not know that the ring was fake, guys. I want you to know I didn't know <laughs> that the stone was That's- fake. I took this stone to get it clean. Like, I got the, ro- the, the whole thing cleaned from a, a jewelry friend, and she was like, Where the, Where'd you get this? This is like the diamond is perfect, there's no imperfections. This is unreal. Had it appraised, they, uh, an insurance company appraised it at like like $8,000 or something like that. Well, that's the only thing I decided I wanted from the divorce, right? Is that if, if You you can keep everything. All I want is that ring back because I wanted to get a motorcycle, by God.
1: <laughs> I don't blame you.
2: Yeah. Well, I lost that battle and because uh, rings are gifts. So she kept the ring. And about two weeks after we finalized the divorce, she texted me and said she'd found out that it was fake. She tried to... <laughs> <laughs> she took it to a pawn broker they took one look at it and they're like yeah that is fake. no
1: fucking way one well she look got what it. she wanted anyway fuck her that's
2: right. that's right that's right and she got to pay for the disillusion because that when you cheat that's that's your that's your bill to pay right so yeah okay. that's uh, that was a good one they found i i didn't know that it was fake until she texted me that day that was fun to find out
0: oh. <laughs> so I just want to be clear, though. The friend that she was making out with is the guy that she left for, right? Yes. They, she didn't have two different friends that she was. Not that I'm aware with.
2: of, but I don't okay. know. You know what I mean? They could have been passing her around like a loose joint in prison for all I know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't think so. I mean, all in all, I mean, it was a little bizarre. Just knowing her the way I did, it was bizarre how everything went down because she never would have struck me as that type. I mean. I I don't know. You never you never know what you don't know. I mean that's it's wild. Do you think
1: Do you think that your the guy friend manipulated her and then um, she uh, like fell under some kind of trance, or do you think that she just wasn't being honest?
0: Indictmatized. Yeah.
1: Yeah, no, okay. <laughs> I, I, in I highly doubt it's that. <laughs> uh, um, I highly doubt it's that.
0: Um,
2: I don't know. I I I don't know. I I yeah. I think there was a lot of. I don't know if there's manipulation because I don't see that guy as being that skillful and you know what i mean competent no no i I would wouldn't have chosen this guy as a worthy adversary in anything (laughs) much less romance but whatever
3: (laughs) Uh, i don't know that
2: i I don't know it's hard to answer that because i do think in some ways that there was some of that going on like some of that you know like i said she didn't have a job for a long time that that messed with just her psyche and i how could it not But, um, you know, listen. Also, I I'm not going to beat around about it. I I was, I'm certainly, I was not the best husband. I'm sure I wasn't the best partner. But, you know, I think there's ways to talk about those kind of things and work through it rather than just uh, seeing who's around and available. (laughs) Who's in our close circle of friends.
1: I mean, of course. Well, okay, so that was 10 years ago. So that was when you guys were in your 20s, right?
2: Yeah, well. Yeah, I think I turned twenty six or twenty seven on our honeymoon
1: actually. Oh my god. Yeah. I like I think about what I was doing at twenty six and I'm fairly certain I was just leaving Party City to join the corporate America and like Yeah, you know, like just getting my feet under me, you know what I mean? (laughs) Like got out of a shitty relationship and I moved back in with my parents and I was like, I'm starting from scratch and I'm twenty something years old. Well she was married. She was
2: several years younger than me too. So I mean I, think, she must
1: have
2: been, I feel like she must have been 24, 25. I don't know.
1: So wait, are they still it is together? Very, it was
2: very young, though, isn't it? I mean, a yeah. long, long, things, like, I'm, I'm turning 39 on Saturday. And I can't imagine, like I feel so unprepared now for life. <laughs> how, could <I> have, <laughs> how could I try to take take that on? Um, yeah. Happy they, early they, birthday. Yeah. Great. <laughs> they actually, um, they are still married. Um, Let's, yeah, so we'll, we'll go through all the rest of that. Like I told you, that was, he was a groomsman in the wedding. Um, a year after that, like a friend of mine, after the divorce, a year after that, a friend said that um, they had gotten married. I said, oh, okay. Well, they said, well, then we saw a picture of them both together and they're wearing a tux and a wedding dress. And I said, are you sure that wasn't my wedding that they were at? <laughs> They've been in that outfit together before. <laughs> um, a year after that, they had uh, a set of twins. Perfect.
1: And so oh, those no. two new
2: mouths to feed, right? I, I don't. I, I, no definitely didn't I could. I could see myself having a kid now, but not two kids tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like that's yikes.
1: I don't that's, know. I'm not like I've. I felt. I feel as though I've surpassed that age where having a child isn't. It's, it's not an option for me anymore because I'm yeah, I, at that point where I'm like tired. A lot more <laughs> than I used to be. And like, I don't yeah. have I don't know. I'm just yeah. not in. Inter- I'm tired.
2: What do you want to have the rest of your life? Do you want to have cats. children or naps? <laughs> yeah, cats,
1: naps,
2: yeah. and cats. Yeah, cats. There you go. <laughs> you got it all figured out sir.
0: I don't want either. I want to be able to travel yeah. and do what I want to do when I want to do it.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hear you. I, and, you know, like I said, I'm getting ready to be 39. And it's just at this point, it's like I'm looking around. And you know, on this, on the dating apps and all that, I'm like, well, maybe I'll just be a real cool stepdad one day.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's a lot of work. I don't recommend it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You don't want to do that. I'm also committed to, I will will never date anybody that has children ever. Oh yeah. Ever, ever, ever. Really? I don't care if they're grown ass adult children. I've said this before. I'm not interested in taking on somebody else's grandchildren. Not my problem. Oh
2: boy. That's not my problem. That's a, boy, that's that's future thinking right there because a lot of people don't want it. yeah, grandchildren, shit, okay, that's fair. That's <laughs> totally fair. Yeah, <laughs>
1: then you're, you're on really the hook fair. for fucking birthdays and holidays with some grandbabies that don't yeah. even fucking belong to you. And yeah. it's like, I'd rather yeah. be in Belize, thank you very much, I'm, I'm supposed old. to be,
2: reti- yeah, I'm supposed to retire in Boca Raton. I can't yes. be here with these snot- Jeeves,
1: where's Jeez. the golf cart? <laughs> <laughs> Jeeves is not going to be a 12-year-old son. I want an actual Jeeves, goddammit.
2: Yeah, I'm right, man. <laughs> Well, you'll 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 love this. Um, I'm from a very very small town. Very. Oh, we are small. too. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, you, really, you are mm-hmm. like, a, like a suburb. So yeah, I'm like a suburb of Cincinnati. Or not even no, not even a suburb. It's like it's an hour east of Cincinnati. But like Cincinnati is where like our news stations were because we live in the fucking hills and the sticks.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> um, but so I grew up where I went to high school. Very small town. Very. Like I said, I went to the high school with that guy. And yeah, so we know each other for you know, 20 years. Well, oh, I have my, my fucking
1: b- pile of garbage. Then that means he knows your whole ass family and yeah. like all of the intricacies of all your, like, uh, what a piece of shit. Well, I love sorry. that you already
0: said this once before and it just sunk in for Sarah on round two or three.
1: That's, so funny. <laughs> 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 That's great. I <laughs> didn't feel good. <laughs>
2: my my mom and sister you know I was having my birthday dinner with so right around this time a couple of years ago um, you know the before times when everything was still loosey goosey and uh, we're having you dinner know,
1: pre-vid times
2: pre-vid yeah uh, before and the vid. like I said they know everybody out there and it's a small town my mom says you know they're getting ready to have a second set of twins oh! <laughs> Ah. <laughs> <laughs> i stood i stood up in the middle of a carrabba's italian eatery and said everything's coming up chris ladies and gentlemen this <laughs> <laughs> pumps all. let me buy a <laughs> round of waters for the for the entire bar I'll put that on my mom's tab
0: oh my gosh <laughs> two sets of twins line. either Dude. she's like dropping eggs uh myrtle, myrtle.
1: It, well, twice absolutely. at a time,
0: or he she's doing him. IVF or something. Try we can to, ask him.
1: Uh, did uh, he have twins in his family? Because otherwise, it's probably hers. Uh, I don't know.
2: I don't know. I, I, you know, I, and I don't know any of their right. particulars either. If you can, if you can believe it, I didn't get invited to the wedding, even though I did introduce them. Um, I'm, so a, I'm offended for you.
1: <laughs> I'm offended for you. I. am offended for you i will have like the that's fish. That absolutely. <laughs> so
2: um yeah i don't i don't i don't know like how it, I, i'm 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 guessing probably ivf um just knowing what i've known about her in, in, in our time together but i don't know and i don't want to speculate it's really, it's really right. not my business um which is you know i it's i you know i, I joke about it on stage and, and i call her a bit of a whore but that's you know that's all in jest <laughs> Truth be told, but she is
1: a little bit of a whore. She yeah, wasn't yeah, yeah, able yeah. to communicate to you her actual feelings, so like. Well, I think that's. Whore. I
2: I really don't think that I don't think that it's a prom- promiscuity issue with her. I think it's more of a, a, a weak will and a bit of a, you know, I I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I, it's. I have a hard time even talking shit about her now, which she just fucking had it coming all along. But I don't know. <laughs> I, just, I guess I've got uh, a little bit of clarity around the whole situation to some degree.
0: Yeah, I mean, it sounds like you almost have compassion for...
2: To some degree, because at some point, she's going to wake up and still be next to that dial tone, and uh, <laughs> and she's going to have a militia of kids that she's going to take care of. Uh, well, <laughs> and, and maybe, you know, maybe, maybe, you know, that, that sounds like a real fucking bummer to me, man.
1: That's what I'm saying.
2: <laughs>
0: I've never heard anybody be described as a dial tone, and I love it i'm i'm making a note
1: yeah (laughs) that's that's right up there with um god i think i was in college and a group of friends had a roommate move in and i was like so tell me about your new roommate and they were like um he's like the comma in a sentence i was like
2: (laughs) he's sometimes there but you don't ever notice if he's not (laughs)
1: okay, is that a good or a bad thing? They're like, we don't know yet. I'm like, oh. (laughs) We're friends now to this day. He was just, you know, slow, slow burn, but it's a comma (laughs) in a sentence. I was like, that could be really
0: disrespectful. I don't know how to take this one. Yeah,
2: that's that's tough to hear.
0: (laughs) I've Um, never heard anybody be described that way either. I just
1: people, man.
2: I haven't either. That was good. I like that one. (laughs) That one I'm putting in the bank
1: yeah you're all welcome that one's a good one
0: i mean so you move in with the guy that she's oh yeah
1: then there's this part
0: of the fucking story oh shit yeah of
1: course um (laughs)
2: yeah (laughs) well because
0: you found out after you so the guy didn't even say anything to you was you're moving your shit in to be like
2: no I wasn't moving in. I was just staying there for a couple of days. Either way,
0: you you've there? got a bag on your arm. You've got, right. like, you know.
2: Oh, yeah, things. you know, he hugged, he hugged me and told me everything was going to be okay, of course. You know, we're, we're, I'm here for you. all. I would feel shit.
0: so betrayed.
2: Well, that's the that's exactly like, that's well, exactly the feeling.
0: No, I mean, not just... Like, from her, it's obvious. From him to take it all the way to that last second or whatever. Is she it a went,
1: Narcissist? It, I
2: don't know. I don't
0: know. <laughs> he's like, I'm not going to diagnose people.
2: I, yeah. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. Because either
1: that or he's psychotic. There's no fucking way a healthy, mentally healthy person could do that to somebody. Like, there's This just guy no way. Had,
2: this guy, as long as I know him, he'd had a history of, um, getting involved and entangled in, with women who were in committed relationships that they complained about to him at like work or something like that. So he had a history of doing this kind of shit. Um, didn't think mm-hmm. it would come this way but whatever mm-hmm. uh, yeah how about that
0: but yeah, yeah i feel well. like in those final moments <laughs> and when you're making this you've made this decision to leave the house and all this stuff and like all the way till the end you know how so how do you find out that it's him
2: well um so i'm staying there for a couple days like i said and then you know about about that third day i think i started to get a little bit of clarity in my head it's like okay well what did i do to cause this? And at this point, I'm starting to actually drink a little bit of water and get a little bit of sleep. I mean, I was really bad off for a while.
1: Question? And, uh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Uh, just really quickly, when she's when she's hey, Sarah, n- name Sarah, um, <laughs> from Detroit. Uh, <laughs> curiously, <laughs> when you guys were having the "I can't do this anymore" conversation, she just told you you needed to get out, or like we couldn't. There was no yep. reasoning behind it. It was just like we're done, and you need to get out.
2: Yeah yeah
3: i
1: don't think that's enough that's not enough for me i'm gonna need more bitch nah.
2: oh yeah well, you then, just like the next just, step like, was she threatened to call the cops to get have me removed i'm like well that's i didn't do anything i wouldn't put hands on her i wouldn't even yelling or anything like that Well I'm, I'm, so I'm, she was, was like i probably was scream up, crying
1: she woke up and shows violence is what you're saying
2: <laughs> yeah, i guess so. I was,
1: maybe i was scream crying
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah that's it i mean that's really it and then she just threatened to like <laughs> call the cops to have your movements like whatever i mean i don't want that to i didn't deserve that but i also don't want that to be this is already bad and and traumatic enough i don't think i need to add the fucking fuzz
1: to it goddamn right okay sorry sorry so you didn't have any understanding and you go to the house and she was like i didn't tell him so don't say anything he's like got you boo." Right. and then he hugs you and he's like i'm here for you bro
2: right yeah yeah um
1: and then you don't talk to her for days
2: no no I, I talked to her every chance i could i've tried to always kind con- trying to const or you know k- contact her and shit but she wasn't saying much to me then um like i was started to feel a bit better and my mom was there with me and she's like okay well that's, that's great that's that's great you got some clarity about what maybe what you did wrongs maybe you know what you can do to get to fix it or whatever and so she was taking me to the grocery store to get like some groceries i could finally eat again and um on our way to the grocery store, we ended up behind the guy she left me for in his car. And I was like, I fucking know that's him. I know that car. I know that's him. And he's heading towards my house. So I'm like, follow him. Like, my, my mom's like, no, he wouldn't do that. You guys have been friends forever. He would never do that. So said, follow him. Give him a little bit of distance. We go all the way to the condo. We park right around. I see his car there. I'm like, all right. No! Take, me, take me back to his house. And I need you to go home because I can't have you there when he comes home. So when he got back there, I took him into the basement and said, "Start talking, because I know you've been lying to me." He said he was working late and all this shit. I said, "No, you've been lying. So start talking." We had to work late. I said, "No, no, 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 Where were you tonight? I had to work. No, 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 no. I know that you were at my house. So start talking truth to me." And that's when he just kind of—he knew, he knew—he he he, he was caught.
3: The jig is up.
2: Yeah, the jig is up. There's no lying anymore. So he said, well, we're in love, and we're going to be together, and uh, you know, if you want to hit me, you can, and I said, dude, if I wanted to kill you with my bare hands where you sit, I could do that too, but what's it going to get me, You really? Life,
1: prison. Yeah, you know,
2: I don't know. I don't know if it would have given me life in prison. I think I could have got off of some, some insanity stuff, but I wasn't thinking <laughs> that way in time. <laughs> <I> was... <laughs> now, truth be told, I should have loosened don't... some of his teeth for him, but I...
0: Again. i feel like you were actually very like you handled all this very maturely and were thinking about like not having regrets and that you still cared about these people it didn't matter that they did the ex- something to you that was awful like you exploded still- your brain <laughs> yeah that's so, just like a
1: brain explosion
0: yeah i well but i i just feel like you should have kudos for your uh i guess controlled reactions
2: well, I mean, it's—I mean, it's—it's it, it's shell-shocking. You know what I mean? It, it's just there's no other word for it. Um, and I think it's—it's it, it's so shell-shocking that when it's happening, you're like, "Wait a minute, let me wait till I get all the facts in here." Like, wait a
0: she just- That's not always <laughs> common. I mean, how many yeah. stories do you hear about like some guy caught his wife and then shoots the dude, and now he's—you know—I know. I know. Second degree, like that's not uncommon. You know.
2: I watched that Silver Linings Playbook like two years after all this, and I thought I could have beat his
0: ass, <laughs> and then won a dance
2: <laughs> competition or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> I could have—I uh, I could have been the hero. You could yeah. have gone
1: down to bingo and just really it on the old ladies.
2: <laughs> but truth be told, I, I just don't think that's who I am. Much as i much as I'd like to be the tough guy, there, I just don't really think that's who I am in my general makeup.
1: Are you the guy that like rethinks things in his head over and over again while he's showering? Yeah,
2: like, yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. I'm also like, I'll have dreams about situations where like, I've had many dreams about trying to hit him. Just lined up his, his chins out there and I'm just winding one up like Tom and Jared is going to give it to him. <laughs> and then in my dreams, I can't swing a punch. It's like, I it's like I either, it's like this mental block where even in my dreams, I can't hurt somebody.
1: That's oh my God. Meanwhile, that is awful.
2: Meanwhile, <laughs> I'm like that little Superman thing. I had as a kid that was filled up with with air, and it just punch it over, and it'd stand right back up on you. <laughs> I'm a little quick to stand back up, or a little slow to stand back up these days, but I keep getting knocked
1: back down. <laughs> Guaranteed, that's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah, I
2: think that's. I think that's why I like. I I you know I didn't even remember yesterday or two days ago, whatever it was. I was at a 311 concert on Sunday. And then I, I looked down at my watch like, holy fuck, it should be my 12 year wedding anniversary. Ha! Well, <laughs> Amber is the color of my energy. <laughs> so, <laughs> I just don't, I, I don't, I hardly think about it anymore. And I think, I think a lot of the reason I don't think about it anymore is because that wasn't my latest heartbreak. So,
0: <laughs> you know, I'm with you. I know. I, I actually to get a
2: freshie under the, under the belt there and it really knocks things back into perspective for you.
0: I know. I, uh, I told my therapist recently i was like i f- we haven't really talked about some of my older relationships because i feel like i'm over them like they happened so long ago i mean there was it was traumatic endings but um you know life kind of goes on and then you have other shit happen and i was like maybe i should like Dive a little deeper into some of those because maybe there's like a blockage or something I don't realize because I think I'm over it, but I've never really worked it out because there's just so much new shit all the time.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. The only time I've, I don't, I don't think I went to any real genuine therapy when when the divorce happened. I went through a little bit of um, uh,
1: small religious- town small no, town booze therapy
2: no religious like uh counseling like church counseling oh yeah man did you go when you when you get uh when you go through something like that you go looking for for anything and god was is the first thing people find usually and it's not so i had to sit with that and i went through like some of that that counseling which actually did help to some degree but it the thing about that is they're they're not doctors you know <laughs> <they> can, <laughs> And I mean, listen, I, I I I don't I don't talk about it much, but I'm I'm not I wouldn't say a religious guy, but I got my beliefs. I'm certainly somewhat I, I, I lean that direction, I suppose. But um, I also know that that is not going to get my brain through everything that that, that <laughs> that's um, good.
1: That's smart. That, <laughs> the Christian way of packing
2: yeah. everything into that one little trunk of give it to God like that. Shit ain't really working this week, guys. <laughs> god's busy so i mean it just, so i really should have gone to some actual
0: uh, yeah but i mean you were also younger and yeah. you probably um needed to even process anything before you could talk to somebody about it yeah and, man you know and then really time cool. just time just goes by and then all of a sudden you're like oh i never did that
2: I think that's totally true because I mean, even when I was going through the immense pain of the of the divorce and everything, it was still somewhat exciting because I was doing stand up comedy. All of a sudden I had all these brand new friends. I was living in a, in a new place I'd never lived. I was all this new, exci- somewhat exciting stuff. Scary, albeit, but but exciting. And, um, you know, the the you didn't know what all these possibilities could not come to fruition who don't know um but i think as i've gotten that was in the last 10 years i've gotten much more aware of how fragile everything is and and just my just my own mental faculties, how fragile that shit is i mean i feel like i feel like at 26 i was much or actually i was 29 when all that happened when the divorce happened but i was still in a much better place mentally to handle all that you know i i think that is part of why i'm probably mentally and emotionally not as sound now right as i used to be right so i took the hit and that hurts but i'm still <laughs> here now you i don't know how hurt. many you never know how many hits you can take i suppose but but that one you know i i, I probably should have I, I probably nothing i definitely should have gone to therapy around that and, and actual you know, psychiatry and all that stuff to
0: but when you're when you're coming out of it and sound you know and you made a lot of life changes but also you do some void filling um but sure when you're younger you're also just i think more resilient
2: oh 100 percent. yeah resiliency you know? and I, I feel like that's the one thing that's been going out the damn window for me lately is i don't feel like i'm very resilient at all anymore and i i'm I listen- tired has to be, yeah. I'm tired. I'm all, but it also has to do a lot with the last fucking year and a half that we've all gone through.
1: Mm-hmm. There's
2: there's severe fatigue over that, and and just the shit that goes on in my head now. It's like I'm convinced now that I'm not long for this world. Ah, that's that might be a little a little uh, dramatic, don't you think? No, I mean it's a little dramatic.
3: <laughs> oh. Thirty
2: eight. I've Is got that, all my hair still. I don't want to, I mean, it would be good, nice to go with a full head of hair, but.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, what happens sometimes when those thoughts really circulate and they're in the spin cycle, they can spin out of control. So um, the last year and a half or two has left a lot of people, especially people who are single, with their own thoughts quite frequently. You <laughs> know?
2: Goddamn. You are right, and those yeah. thoughts be ugly sometimes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they they spin out of control. Yes, you need to put them uh, in the dryer. Let them let them dry out a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: not on the line. Let's forget about them for a while. Right, yeah. right.
0: Oh my gosh have you um, have you been in a serious relationship since the divorce?
1: Oh yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah,
2: that's that's the uh, I yeah that was. That's why I don't think about the divorce anymore. Because I got right. that I got that trauma to do. Right. Well, just but you could've
0: you could have also just been trying to date and in the world that has happened in the last ten years with dating, like that's traumatic as well. Like you it don't even changed, need right? yeah. huh?
2: it's all changed, right? I mean yes. the way that we the way that people meet each other is all changed and there's there's a lot of anxiety around it now.
0: Yeah, well, and the way that people communicate is all text or even down to it like an emoji and so like that's transitioned over the last 10 years into something even more um distant between people right Mm -hmm. so all of those changes are happening uh as you're post-divorce so that's why i'm like you didn't have to be in another relationship for trauma to happen
2: Not uh, at all I would, <laughs> that's very good that's very very good Nicole. that's very good. <laughs> um, I had a, I had a few um, serious relationships um and the, the most recent was the most serious I'd say um but yeah I mean I, it took a while I would say it took a while to be a, yeah it took a long time actually to be someone that I that I thought okay I could be a good partner to somebody because I, I certainly wasn't a great partner to Everybody, I think oh, um, there's bouts of um, extreme selfishness in in that time of trying to get through all that muck, um, which is really just paying it forward. The selfishness that I was shown, but that doesn't make it right. I understand. I'm just,
1: it's just no. what it is.
2: It's how it went down. No.
1: I mean, sometimes though people are brought into your life to learn you learn lessons from. So while you were being incredibly selfish, just maybe some degree, and you're impacting somebody, it's not to say they didn't learn anything either. Oh, beat yourself up over it.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's that's probably true. You're right. And I mean, I'm happy to say that those those relationships are mostly um, all still good.
1: So. Well, that's good. No bridges.
2: Well, no, not maybe the last one. Yay. That one was that one you was a great, so. being the,
0: the inflatable clown thing that gets knocked over or superman or whatever you call it the inflatable yeah. thing is that the, was that the final one where you're like all right you know what i got to stand yeah. my ground <laughs>
2: Well the, yeah she and i we had an on again off again thing for several years and it just um,
1: It gets messy
2: Yeah it was heartbreaking and the last the last blow was certainly the death blow mm. she, uh, I thought we were together she let me think that and then Showed up to one of my shows with her, her new boyfriend with her. After, after she had been at my house earlier that day, by the way, like she we had she had been at my house like having lunch with me before that, and then she just showed up and I was like, "Are you on a date?" She's like, "No, no, I'm with you."
0: <laughs> Why would it ever be appropriate to bring someone <laughs> to your show, especially um, of oh. the male variety? Oh, so. No.
2: I mean, it was a big comic that I was opening for. I can understand anybody wanted to go to see the show. I, I just, um, I, I don't know. That's pretty bold.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's a bold move, Cotton.
2: Yeah, I think it's just more, I, I think it, that, that one, I think, is just pretty selfish.
1: Yeah, that's disrespectful on so many levels, and I'm glad that you, like, death blowed it.
0: Don't ever go yeah. back. Did you- oh, you? Sure. How was your show? Did you know? Oh, I didn't
2: death blow it, by the way. I think, I think, I don't think I got any options in there, Sarah. I think pretty much the decision had been made. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mm. how, how was the show?
0: Yeah. Did you see her with him prior to going on stage? Yes.
2: And I couldn't, I couldn't not see it out of the corner of my eye. I, was I feel stage. like that's
0: extra vindictive.
2: I don't even think she set out to be vindictive. I think she was just somebody that wanted to have any everything that she wanted whenever she wanted it. And
0: okay, well, it was extra selfish then because if you're opening for somebody big, it's not a That's time a where for you you usually have a fuzzy brain. You know,
2: yeah, it was huge for me. And then, um, should I bought the guy a shot after the show? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll let you feed me a whole uh, shit sandwich, and I'll eat it up. I'll eat the whole thing up. Everything.
1: Christopher.
2: Yeah. Well, so
1: we're done, done now.
2: <laughs> I guess I don't really, I don't really. I mean, I, again, I don't really have any regrets about like the way I treated anybody in any of these situations. Well, I mean, I guess that's not terribly true. But did he?
0: Did he know that you guys were seeing each other?
2: No, I don't think he did.
0: Oh, okay, because I was going to yeah. say, if he did, then.
2: I know. God, he it's didn't almost because... like
0: your past repeating itself and it's telling right. you to deal with it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, I, mean, I know he didn't know because we were sitting at the bar and she was I think we in the bathroom and he had said something to another friend about how she, she had spent the night at her place like two nights before that and I was like, wait, what am I fucking hearing here? Like I'm I'm like <laughs> about to squeeze this shot glass in my hand. I was like God, this is <laughs> I, in, in my mind it was like honestly it was like that uh that feeling of like your heart drops out your asshole the fucking the vision just goes blurry the tongue goes numb and just like that the whole world just like zooms in on your face this is like oh my god what is and you is, start
1: I, sweating immediately
2: my my tits were sweating I, yes. I mean I was I was just like <laughs> in my head <laughs> right. I'm like I was just this is happening all over again this right. is, I, I just keep getting humiliated publicly and so very egregiously <laughs> But
1: man, well, I'm glad, I'm glad you're rid of that situation as well. And what have we learned? Yeah.
2: Well, um, I'm not <laughs> real sure. <laughs>
1: uh,
2: I think I, I think I do know what I've learned. Um, I, I have a tendency and it's probably it probably happened with my ex-wife, too. I think I have a tendency.
1: Wait, is this an attagirl? Should we move into the attagirls?
2: I don't think it is. I think this is a, a realization of how I've behaved. So, this is what I've learned, especially okay. from that, is I get myself in these situations because when I see like a spark in somebody, it's, I, I, I fall hard, I fall deep, I fall fast, and I get stuck. Like, and then I'm just like in this hole, I'm pulling dirt on top of me now. Like, I've just I got myself in so deep that, like, i, I become, I'm, I'm probably a codependent person to some, de- some degree. I got to work on that shit. I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not a huge fan of just hanging out with myself. <laughs> um, so I don't know. I mean, I'm getting older, so I'm getting a little bit better about that. But I, I, I think that's really what I've learned is that I've got to be more fucking cautious and more careful about not only like what I'm giving away, but also what am I taking in?
3: Mm-hmm. That
2: makes sense. Cause I also have, it when I'm going, when I'm falling hard and fast and deep like that, I'm also fucking with someone else's psyche and emotions. And I don't mean to, that's not what I'm out to do. I don't, I'm not. Being, or, you know malicious in any way, it's just I'm feeling those things in that moment, and I feel things very intensely. So when I when I'm happy, I'm I'm probably a little bit you know manic in that regard. I'm over the moon happy when I'm happy. When I'm down, the fucking world is never gonna be the same again. I mean, I I, I it's not this is no secret. It is not hard to get me like to to get me to shed a tear either. I cried <laughs> earlier. At a, I'm not kidding you. I cried yesterday at a pregnancy test commercial. They're going to start a family, guys. It's beautiful.
1: <laughs> so you're well, a human and you have yeah. emotions.
2: Yeah, but I, I mean, I think I, t- I think I give too much credence to my emotions and I let them run wild and run me.
1: Yeah, that's fair. We all do that. That's a codependency thing, 100%.
2: Shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the party. <laughs> Diagnosis. Diagnosis. I'm- I'm not like this at all. I'm the complete opposite, actually. <laughs> she's trigger happy. She'll run. Oh, yeah? She's a track
1: She's a track star. <laughs> <laughs> a track star. <laughs> That's funny.
0: No, I just use my brain. Like I, I am way too logical about it. Like I, oh, yeah. if I'm You're- feeling certain ways, I'm like, why would I? That I shouldn't feel that way. Like I try to explain away things um, where like you have the ability i guess to like feel something and process it and know that it's there and just accept it i do not
2: yeah Well, I think I, that you're right. I think I think you're exact opposite of me, then, right? So mm-hmm. you, I don't use any logic at all. I, I and even if I do, my brain be like, uh, "Chris, you know this is not going to end well. She does not like your mom." <laughs> yes,
1: and then, and, and then little Chris is like, "But it's going to be cool," it's and gonna, then you just keep doing
2: destruction. It. Also, oh. Sarah, little Chris, that's a little rude. Okay, let's go with mid-sized, Chris.
1: Okay, well, little Chris is like <laughs> child Chris. I wasn't talking oh, about shit. <laughs> 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 he rocks and he runs away.
2: Oh, I'm fucking humiliated. Oh, dude. Christ. (laughs) (laughs) That's not great, is it? You know what
1: they say about making assumptions, huh, bud?
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just made an ass out of me. And only me. Fuck. I'm terribly no
0: but that's no it's yeah, part of the course i mean men tend to think with their dicks so for you to associate little chris with your dick i mean that makes sense i i
2: thought that was the. i thought that was like a universal thing well you know <laughs> I, I agree with you that's 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 certainly true and i'm, I'm no I've, I've certainly not been any different in in the history of things but i've noticed like a severe change in me lately like I, that's not me anymore which I, don't a good Maybe I don't know i don't know it might be like health. I might have like I may have, I may have a prostate issue or something.
0: <laughs> it's not a prostate issue. Or it's,
1: he, he's just tired of being run through. goddammit. Well, I,
0: yes, exactly. I was going to say it's <laughs> it's the fact that like hopefully you're going to try to uh, use more logic to look for red flags instead of letting <laughs> AKA little Chris make decisions for you.
1: Quit working until you figure out
2: how to figure it out. Oh my God! Did you just fucking? (laughs) Did you just hit the nail on the head?
0: You just (laughs) also pretended to be the voice of your penis. Like I don't think we should skip over that.
2: No, that's right. Let's not glaze over that. (laughs) (laughs) Hilarious.
1: (laughs) Oh man.
2: It's, it's funny that, like I said, Sarah, it's funny that you asked me, like, like what have I learned? Because I really just came to that conclusion, like, a, like a few days ago, like a, maybe a week ago or something like that. I was good thinking about that. I was like, well, but let's look at my history here. Like, I have a tendency to either either a completely run away, like Nicole said, or just go all the way the other direction, which is not
1: an attractive look. Yeah, no, I definitely have an issue hanging out in that gray area too. I'm either off or on. It's all you get or nothing. So I would really- like to
0: also say, though, that if I turn somebody down or I don't know, don't want to date somebody anymore, it's usually for a good reason. Mm-hmm. Like, not just because I'm a commitment phobe. I mean, there's a little uh-huh. bit of that in there, but like, majority of the time, I am looking at dating and relationships through a lens of, finding the right partner for me and not um, settling and not overlooking red flags and not committing the same problems that I did in the past. And so my efforts of maybe walking away are more frequent than some people's because I just, I'm fine being alone.
2: Well, it (laughs) sounds like you, I mean, you're very, you're you're very astute. What you're saying there is very, that's great, obviously. You know what you want, and, and even maybe more importantly, you know what you won't tolerate.
1: Right.
2: So, you're, you're, I don't think that's a bad thing. I think you're, you're running away for the right reasons. Unless you're creating them, but I don't think that's the case. I don't, I, don't I think the two of you are just way too in tune with yourselves and, that, and the situations around you.
1: Yeah, it's other people usually that don't have their shit together that really fuck it up for us, let's be honest. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, if you think about this most recent relationship where it's been on and off, it was on and off for a reason. Right. And it's just unfortunate that it took that event for it to be a hundred percent off. But in theory, if it's been on and off, there's been something there that's not clicking the whole time.
2: Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Um, I mean, I think, yeah, I, I don't even really know what to say about that. Cause yeah.
0: See, really I can't I, do on and off. Like it, yeah. it, it exhausts me. Well, two, you're either in or you're out, and that's all. Right. Yeah.
2: I think what well, I was typically her making those decisions as to whether we were on or off, and I think I just. I, <laughs> but I you let for,
0: her come back.
2: Oh, I couldn't wait for her to come back. Are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> every every night that we spent apart, I spent looking
1: for her in my dreams. Aww. Mm. Well, <laughs> you're gonna find somebody <laughs> who deserves you more right. than that when you're ready. Yeah. When you're ready, of sure. course. Yeah. So I it's our time.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's, good. it's that time.
0: Oh, a shoulder shimmy. <laughs> Atta girls. Yeah. At a girl time. a girl time. So just a quick little tidbit about Atta Girls, because if you're a first time listener, it's just something that we do to wrap up um every episode on a positive note because we tend to maybe either reveal not the best sides of us or, you know talk about shit that happened that's maybe not um a glowing review so we turn that little ship around and end the episode with something good that happened to us or um that's happening (laughs) (laughs) or we're still in
1: process
2: (laughs) (laughs) that's fine every step is is a good
1: step
0: Yeah. So do you want me to go first or you got something, Sarah?
1: Oh, I'm just, uh, I can go first. I'm really proud of myself for taking a half day today. Like I woke up feeling like kind of hot garbage and then I got through my day and I was like, you know, I'm just going to quit forcing this one. It's not happening. I can't brain. I got a case of the dumb. I need to rest. So I took a mental health day, like a half half day and like took a nap and didn't feel stressed about it. I only woke up from it two times like panicking about something that I was missing but realized I wasn't missing anything like, you know, I feel good about myself and it was enough energy go go juice I needed to fulfill this recording this evening. So, at a girl me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Hell yeah.
0: Good job, Sarah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. A way to dial in and execute. Mm-hmm. of me. <laughs> of me. Um, my head girl is that I have been tossing around the idea of taking some of the content from the episodes and turning it into a TV show or some other medium. And so I took a screenwriting webinar over the weekend oh. and I'm halfway through a screenwriting book as well because... Yeah this whole 9 to 5 sitch sucks. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it.
1: Fuck yeah, I'm here for it. Let's go. That's dope.
0: So, um it's an interesting world, but uh I I've tried to do my best to figure out who to connect with, and the person who hosted the webinar is a literary manager, which I didn't even know that that was a thing. Um I thought that there was just literary agents so he's um a great resource we've been emailing and uh i'm like wow this it just it breathes new life into you you know when you have something you're excited about
1: yeah this new moon is serving you real proper i'm excited about that
0: <laughs> yes it's the new moon it has no yep. it has nothing, nothing to do with the fact that moon. i signed up for this three weeks ago no, nothing and... not
1: even a little bit <laughs> I don't make the rules, man. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, Chris, do you have an boy? I think I do. Um,
2: mm. I don't, yeah, I think I do. I, this is By the time this goes out, it will have already happened and no one really knows yet. Um, I'm going to be opening for a comic that I just adore in a couple of weeks. It's a week after my birthday um, at Helium Comedy Club in Indianapolis. Now, uh, the comic is Ryan Sickler. He's really, really funny. He's got a great podcast called The Honeydew. If you haven't heard of it, check it out. It's very cool. Talks about like, it's, he highlights the lowlights is what he says about it. But anyway, I'm opening for this cat. Um, I was only supposed to be hosting. And uh, last night I was, wasn't feeling it. Didn't want to go out. Didn't want to go hit an open mic, but I forced myself to go out. Didn't have any material, but I forced myself to go on stage and ended up doing five minutes. of Got some laughs. Hell today, yeah! Yeah, got some last, and then today I got the message from the um, the club manager that I'm actually going to be bumped up to the feature spot for this comic that I'm opening for. So, more money, more time, and it's just uh, it's just it's a step in the right direction. So,
0: attaboy, boy, Chris, that's amazing. The fall moon's really serving you. It truly <laughs> is. <laughs> You
1: obviously charged all of your crystals last night. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> that's great. Charged them. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> Left them out in the sun all day yesterday.
0: Oh, no. It was that harvest moonlight because, you know, is. yes, the moon was orange yesterday. <sighs>
2: Jesus, mercy. <laughs> <Yeah, that's it. laughs> Hell yeah. Well, whatever nice. it is, I'll take it. <laughs>
0: so tell people where they can find you
2: um i'm, all, I'm on the uh internet <laughs> i guess instagram um twitter uh, is under chris Seamer comedy s-i-e-m-e-r and that's i mean that's really about it i'm on facebook too but that's all <laughs> i'm out there I, I, I don't really i don't i do i i'm dog shit at promoting myself i just i just am i'm just dog shit at it and i've got to get better at that it so,
1: happens yeah Entirely okay. well, sure for uh you know, recognizing and acknowledging is the first step.
2: First step. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna sit on that step for a while.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you landed, and that's the part important part. Hell yeah.
0: Oh my gosh. Well, let me look you okay. So on Instagram, you're at Chris Seamer Comedy. That's me. What and she said. for us, we're at homance underscore chronicles. And then we also have a closed group on Facebook where you can get extra little naughty bits and where I um, post men's dating profiles and conversations that I have with them. And And the fact
1: that they're wearing wedding rings.
0: Right. (laughs) Right. So on Facebook, it's called... um, Homance Chronicles. The Homance Chronicles of Judgment Free Zone. And (laughs) yeah, the most recent picture that I posted was this guy, very front and center, first picture wedding ring on
2: Oh my gosh! Well, yeah. I mean, this, it doesn't sound like a very much of a judgment free zone, though. If I'm being frank, it sounds like there's a lot of judgment <laughs> coming from you guys.
1: Not to the members in the free zone. It's oh, just of course. People <laughs> <outside> of- <laughs> right.
2: <laughs> these people, these guys, try and insert themselves in the free zone.
1: Well, no, they get inserted, and then oh. we rip them apart. <laughs> yes.
0: Yes. yes. Well, it's right it's for so. our own our own it's our own group. It's a special container where we're safe and we can share yeah. with each other.
2: Love that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Keeping each other safe too. Keeping each other safe.
0: We got to have a tribe somewhere, you know what I mean?
2: Fucking A man. <laughs>
3: Thank you
0: so much for joining us today. Please, it's was it was so my fun. pleasure. Home man's out.